At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better welcome inside of the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza to where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Wes Reynolds. One is where you can find Wes, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And make sure to use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll talk about it and analyze it here on the show. Coming up, Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, joins us in 60 minutes talking all things Pac-12 with the monster matchup between USC and Utah on deck tomorrow night, plus some Heisman talk with a couple of West Coast signal callers in the mix. A couple of college football games under the Friday Night Lights, currently in progress, Navy SMU, UTSA, and Florida International. The college football doesn't stop there, though. Make sure you're tuning in during the third hour of the show for the Reynolds Wrap, is what we're calling it here. In-game betting strategies for all the big games on tomorrow's slate, including key trends that you need to know before you tackle the big college football Saturday here in October. Then also in baseball, the NLDS shifting to Game 3. Padres hosting the Dodgers over in San Diego with the series tied at one game apiece. But first, Wes, let's start there on the diamond here mm-hmm. in the NLDS. Is there a live bet to be made right now between the Dodgers and the Padres? Uh, maybe not yet. Gonsolin uh, just one out away from getting to, out of the jam, uh, gave up the double to Soto, and then, of course, the walk. Uh, Gonsolin was kind of like maybe a little bit of an underrated gem on the staff for the Dodgers this year, 16-1 and one in 24 starts. But you look at his ERA, 214, but a 376 on the – or 370, rather, on the XFIP. So that's over a run and a half a difference. So I thought maybe the Padres could get to Gonsolin early. I bet minus 105 for the first five. I didn't bet the full game because I already have a series play that I played mm-hmm. in series thinking Snell was going to win tonight. And then you have some equity at plus 160. And then do I want to trade out in game four or do I want to stick with Joe Musgrove? So uh, we shall see. Snell did give up a leadoff hit in the first inning to Mookie Betts and then three up, three down uh, via strikeout. So uh, Jack Cronenworth is uh, going to try to get uh, the first run home of the ball game. So I don't know necessarily if there's a live bet, but I did want to go against Gonsolin here. I just think sometimes when you have a a pitcher that pitches above his skis a little bit in the regular season, postseason's very different. And Spencer Mm -hmm. Strider kind of found that out today for the Atlanta Braves, the rookie who I think obviously is going to be outstanding and have a really good career. But 
you know, was so good this year. And then, you know, you get in that postseason, that pressure, it just hits a little bit different. And it certainly hit a little bit different because he got hit different than he yeah. did in the regular season. Uh, Philly's all over him. Nine to one. Phils can close it out tomorrow. Yeah, he got touched up uh, early in that game against the Atlanta, or against the Phillies, I should say, six runs in the third inning mm-hmm. there. Uh, Reese Hoskins with the bat slam yeah. after the home run. Bryce Harper then hit a two-run yeah, It was, it was well. like a local Vegas extravaganza, too, for the it Phillies because Bryson Stott with the key at bat that brought that walk in. And then, of course, Reese Hoskins with the three-run shot. But uh, Stott here from Las Vegas. Bryce Harper obviously went to Las Vegas High School. And then Shane Victorino has been a longtime Vegas resident throughout mm-hmm. the first pitch today. So it's like maybe have him back tomorrow. But good for the locals here. A lot of, lot of good baseball players come out of the Las Vegas area. Definitely they do. A lot of good uh, football players, baseball players, basketball players. This area is growing. Uh, but with this Dodgers and Padres game, it's such a pivotal game. And I like that you have played the Padres in series here while the series is going on. Just because, like you mentioned, if they're able to get the win tonight, you put yourself in a solid position. Mm-hmm. to if you want to go ahead and play some run line stuff or you want to come back and play the Dodgers on the series to just carve out a little yeah. bit of a profit here. But all that aside, do you think the Padres can actually win this series or was your bet made with the anticipation of maybe coming back after game you know three. a little bit of both Femi I didn't I didn't think it until they did win that game the other night uh that maybe they had a chance because why would you think that they had a chance considering the Dodgers have absolutely mm-hmm. crushed them in the regular season but we know that postseason obviously is a is a horse of a different color here so you know Padres I think they got some confidence with uh you Darvish uh getting that win the other night and Josh Hader nailing down that save so you know they got to be playing. They know that they're a substantial underdog, so they got to be playing like, hey, we got nothing to lose here. And then I think they've got their best pitcher, at least their best pitcher in the second half of the season, Blake Snell, who has been outstanding after the All-Star break. If you look at those full season numbers, don't necessarily look impressive. 8-10 and 10 and 24 starts at 338 ERA, 3.21 XFIP, but those have gone substantially down in the second half of the season after the All-Star break. And if the Dodgers, the Dodgers really don't have a weakness, but they are weaker against hitting left-handed pitching certainly than righties as the series progresses do you think that games tend to play a little bit more towards the under because the first two games in LA we saw five three mm-hmm. Dodgers winning game one Padres winning game two now that we've shifted the series to Petco Park, do you think we're going to see some of these games get a little bit more under as these teams continue to play against each other? I certainly would think so. Uh, we're going to see if we're going to get the first run <laughs> yeah. on the board, and it looks Speaking like we are. Three-two pitch. Cronenworth comes in from the clutch and did so the other night as well. So uh, that is going to drive Juan Soto in, and now uh, one to nothing as we see the uh, Machado <laughs> is my landlord sign in the outfield. They were showing people in the outfield on exercise mm-hmm. bikes. I guess they're doing a spin class there at Petco <laughs> Park while. All the NLDS is going on, but uh, nevertheless, one to nothing. Uh, pitching coach out to talk to Tony Gonsolin, who is already at 27 pitches here in the first inning. Oh, that seems a little early. Pitching coach coming out there, but right now the Padres minus 185 on the money line. Dodgers plus 150. Total sitting at seven and a half. Juice towards the over of minus 120. So I'm talking about all this under stuff, and they bring a run right in there mm-hmm. uh, for this Padres team as they now lead it one nothing. Dodgers at plus 150. Is there a price that you would maybe entertain the Dodgers here? Would it have to be over $2? Yeah, I, I would probably need to look at that because you look at Gonsolin and we'll see if he can, you know, get out of this uh, inning here with only one run. Mm-hmm. He's only made one appearance since August 23rd, and that's why I went with the first five. He's been dealing with some arm issues. And yep. you look now, he's in the postseason where he hadn't had a lot of success. 945 ERA, 874 on the fielding independent pitching. And look, I don't want to besmirch the guy, but but I think he had a lot of luck in the regular season. The road ERA was excellent at 266, but the XFIP was a full run higher. Has not pitched in Petco part. All of his outings actually against the Dodgers have been at Chavez Ravine. So that's why I like the Padres here in the first five as uh, Will Meyer is going to try to see if they can drive Gonsolin yeah, for the game. We, we do have activity in the bullpen. Andrew Heaney was one of those part-time starters because, you know, you're, you're shortening your, your rotation here clearly in a five-game series. So, Heaney was a guy that did make some starts. Another lefty maybe to get up uh, in place of Tony Gonsolin. 
Well, Tony Gonsolin's outs-recorded prop over at DraftKings, it was almost indicating a short stint for him out there because mm-hmm. it's 11 and a half. You typically see around 15 and a half is kind yeah. of where most guys yeah, go. They, they didn't want him, I don't think, to be quite an opener per se, but mm-hmm. you know, they I don't think that they had any. Kind of in between, though. Yeah, I don't think Dave Roberts thought, okay, this guy's going to go five or six innings necessarily as you already see activity out there in the bullpen. So do you think that's good for you, or do you think it's bad for you that they're potentially going to take him out here in an inning mm, or so? Could could be uh, could be could be a little bad. I, yeah, you were I hoping think, that he'd uh, be out there for a little yeah, longer. Yeah, because the Padres, I do think, hit righties a little bit better. Uh, 108 WRC plus. That's weighted runs created since August 1st against right-handed mm-hmm. pitching. So you know, we know that the Dodgers are are going to have the edge. I think overall in terms of the bullpen, uh, ranked first in Major League Baseball and left on base percentage. San Diego is right there. Their mid-pack in terms of uh, the 32 teams in Major League Baseball. I think the Dodgers have more options in that bullpen, and that's why I think you're going to see Dave Roberts go to Heaney, but at least Gonsolin is going to get through the first inning. Not quite unscathed, but does give Mm -hmm. up one run. Could have been worse, so end of one at Petco Park, one nothing Padres. Yeah, Gonsolin has three outs recorded on the prop of 11.5. But we also have college football going on, like I mentioned here. UTSA taking on FIU. Navy and SMU, though, is at halftime. So let's focus with the game that's going on down in Dallas with the midshipmen and the Mustangs. And I'm looking at the live in-game number right now. SMU length, 7.5 total at Mm 47.5. Let me pull up the second half numbers here because halftime is game time here on Visa and Live Bet tonight. It's our specialty. And right now over at most shops, I'm seeing 27 on the total with SMU laying between one and two and a half years. So it's pretty much across the board. Yeah. Uh, no real consensus opinion with the second half number. Yeah, you look really right now, though, at the uh, at the stats here. Navy 13 to nine first down edge. Navy ran the ball 37 times in the first half. Of course, that's what they're going to do as a triple option team for 165 yards. So 189 total yards offense. Their touchdown actually came on a touchdown pass late in the second half. But you're looking at it, and the yards per play doesn't look great. I mean, uh, you know, maybe about four and a half yards a play. SMU, 196, 178 of that, by the way, is through the air and only 18 on the ground. But only 13 points uh, scored in the first half. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was 10 nothing after the first quarter, SMU. This did close 59. I'm going to go in here. Okay. You're gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to go over 27 for All the right. second half with the uh, Naval Academy and Southern Methodist University. You know what? I'll get down with you as well. We'll, do, we'll, we'll make it a show bet here mm-hmm. for us. Uh, over 27, Navy and SMU in the second half. Because why not? You know well, what I'm I mean, your adjusted total is now 47, considering this mm-hmm. close 59. We know <clears throat> SMU, Rhett Lashley, what they want to do. They want to run tempo, 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 tempo. Yep. And Navy obviously does not want to run tempo, tempo, tempo. But, you know, you got to be disciplined against these guys. And they have been at least able to run the ball, you know, about five yards a clip. So... Yeah, I, I think Navy at least is good for maybe one score, perhaps two scores, and then SMU. SMU, of course, I think, what did they close? 12 and a half, I believe, is uh, I believe what they were. The number. And, and look, most of the people yep, I saw, yeah, most of the people I saw were actually on the Naval Academy simply because, uh, you know, Academy, service academy underdogs tend to do very well. So that's why I think you saw Navy get a little action tonight. Uh, uh, now we're seeing some one and a halves and I think even a couple twos in the market if you want to lay SMU for the second half. But over 27 for us. I'm seeing 27 and a halves now populating in the market. So, But it is a show bet over 27 second half Navy and SMU here on a Friday night. And it feels also right. Come on back <laughs> with us. VEASAN Live Bets Night just getting started here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Basketball season is ready to tip off, and now is the time to grab your VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide with season prep on all 30 teams. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. We also have five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. Give yourself an edge this NBA season and get the VSIN NBA Betting Guide by becoming a VSIN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is vsin Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino on a Friday night. And because our show is called Live Bet Tonight, we went ahead and lived up to the moniker. Mm-hmm. Made a live bet in the last segment. For those of you just joining us right now, both of us as a show bet are on Navy SMU over yes. in the second half. You got it at 27. I had to get 27 and a half because I think Wes moved the market before I could go through all my apps. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I'm on over 27 and a half. He's on over 27. Hopefully, worst case scenario, it lands 28 and we can both win here. Uh, knowing my luck, we're probably going to lose this one by the hook and you're going to push. But uh, what went yeah. into the handicap here for you? Because I just well, tailed it as a show well, bet. Well, a lot of it was just the number variance because you had two mm-hmm. fairly low scoring quarters, only 10 points in each quarter considering this closed at 59 so I thought 27 you know 47 as an adjusted total especially if you got that late number under possibility if you're you know a middler to go over 47 and under 59 there was some room there Navy did get a touchdown and Navy's put together some good drives tonight they had an 11 play drive that resulted in an interception about six and a half minutes off the clock they had a 10 play drive for 50 yards that was the turnover on downs Mm -hmm. they scored that touchdown at the end they actually got it done fairly quickly 134 off the clock we're not used to seeing that out of the Naval Academy but they ran nine plays for I believe a grand total what was that six Sixty-six yards so you know navy did have timeouts though so that obviously preserved time but the fact that they were able to move that ball on smu a little bit quicker and look that's not all of a sudden saying navy's going to change their offensive identity (laughs) these are going to be long drives and they do get the ball first but all of a sudden if navy goes down there even if it takes six minutes off the clock and they get a touchdown to go up smu is not going to change their offense 
they're going to keep going tempo, 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 tempo. They're always live for an over because of what Rhett Lashley wants to do with this air raid. But Navy at least proved that, uh, you know, they could go down the field and uh, move the ball on SMU. So 13 to 7, over 47, over 47 and a half essentially for mm-hmm. you. So uh, uh, see if we can get that done. We're a few minutes away from starting. Uh, and uh, Blake Snell, by the way, does get through now. He has five strikeouts of yeah. the uh, six outs that he has faced. He strikes out Chris Taylor. Did not play last night for the Dodgers, uh, or, or two nights ago, I should say. So now one to nothing here. We go to the bottom of the second, seven, eight, nine up. Uh, Kim, Grisham, and Nola. Uh, the other Nola had a pretty nice day uh, today in, in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. We'll see if the one, uh, the other brother has one in uh, San Diego. So one nothing here, going to the bottom of the second. Padres minus 155, plus 125 on the Dodgers. Seven and a half, juice the under at minus 135. Snell been moving through. This, this mm-hmm. Dodgers lineup, you mentioned the strikeouts, five of them already. His prop was at six and a half over mm-hmm. at DraftKings. So Snell, early on, yeah. looking real well, good. Well, you look at what he did, and I mentioned the entire season numbers in the second half of the season, only going to a 219 ERA, a 103 whip. And whip, by the way, means walks and hits per innings pitch. So he was, I mean, he was kind of back to like the Cy Young self a little bit in the second half of the season. And uh, I know he wasn't stellar in the first game against the Mets, but He navigated a lineup, I think, fairly effectively that's pretty tough on left-handed pitching and uh, really didn't show a lot of shaky command. So I felt that he was going to have actually an easier time uh, first couple times through against the Dodgers, and he certainly did with the Mets. So the Dodgers right now trailing this game 1-0, total 6.5. If Snell continues at this pace to where he's just absolutely dealing and and cooling off the Dodgers lineup, and this mm-hmm. is the postseason. Like guys will go now into the seventh inning yeah. or even eighth inning if they're playing, there, they're pitching it that well. There, does that mean that this you think ends up playing more more towards an under? You would say I do. Sitting at six and a half. If somebody I- was to jump in on the total right now, that's kind of what you would direct them toward. Yeah, I, well, I, and I would think you know, look, if he can retire the side because it's that third time through the order that you want to see what you can do. So like, let's say. He gets through the next three batters, Thompson, Barnes, and Betts, through three innings. Then he's going to get through the order twice and still probably be out of the fifth inning. So it might be before the sixth inning before the Dodgers are able to get to the third time in the order here. So, uh, yeah, I think this absolutely gravitates more towards an under. Uh, and Tony Gonsolin, we'll see. He's probably going to be on a pretty short leash uh, out here because Andrew Heaney, we saw, was warming up in the bullpen. Uh, 31 pitches, by the way, for Tony Gonsolin in the first inning. So uh, we'll see uh, when they come back from break if he is going to uh, be coming back out. But the Dodgers, I think, have enough depth in that bullpen to make it happen. Well, the game is uh, just coming out of break right now, so we'll see what happens in the bottom of the second. But also in college football, UTSA taking on FIU in West. This pre-flop, mm-hmm. these numbers were absolutely insane. Over at DraftKings, the Roadrunners were 33-point favorites, yes. total set at 64. But there's now less than four minutes to play here in the first mm-hmm. half. And it's UTSA leading 10 to 3 yeah, here. Yeah. These live numbers are just so, they've adjusted so much. Right now, looking at UTSA, 25 point favorites, so the total of mm-hmm. 48 and a half. Anything for you when you hear those numbers? Uh, nothing right now for me. FIU is, is not a very good team if you've watched them at all this year. They had to go into that overtime to beat Brian out of the FCS. They got bombed by Texas State. They got beat 73 to nothing at Western Kentucky. And it tells you New Mexico State's not very good because they beat New Mexico State on the road (laughs) 21-7. And then UConn really put the boots to him last week, 33-12. So, you know, UTSA, uh, you know, might be a little – they got that big win over Western Kentucky. That was the – you know, game that rematch of the Conference USA title game. So mm-hmm. maybe a little sleepy. I wasn't certainly going to lay those points on the road, even though I had no interest in FIU. But yeah, UTSA a little sleepy just looking at some of the uh, stats. Uh, 179 yards, 12 first downs for UTSA, seven first downs, and 135 for FIU. Uh, minus one in the turnover margin is UTSA. UTSA not really running the ball, but they're able to throw the ball, and they just did it for a touchdown here, it looks like. 243. We have to go uh, roadrunner meet me into the end zone. So now 16 to three extra point going to be pending. Yeah, they just went up to 28 point favorites now total at 52 and a half. And we were talking about this with our producer Aaron Oster before the show got underway. Is this a situation to where 
you would want to maybe get in on a live over since the UTSA was expected to just mm-hmm. absolutely boat race this team. Maybe you can get some cheapy touchdowns from FIU in the second half. Yeah. Is, is that kind of where you would look here? Well, more more often than not, I would. I'm just looking at UTSA doesn't seem to have a look ahead. They get North Texas uh, in San Antonio next week. But, uh, you know, this this FIU team, man, they, they really struggle <laughs> offensively. But mm-hmm. I would lean more toward the over certainly than I would the under at this standpoint. Yeah, well, it's sitting at 51 and a half right now. Like we mentioned, UTSA 28 point favorites. This This could be maybe another second half over. We shall see. Yeah. This did close as high as 64 that's, that's and a half in the like, market. So, you know, if you're going to have 20 here, maybe a possibility there for a, for a second half over. We shall see. Because UTSA... They haven't been slowed down, really. No. When you look at the yards like you were outlining No, and, and Frank Harris is a veteran quarterback, and he's looking pretty spry tonight. 15 of 18, 191, and two touchdowns. So this is a guy. They, Jeff Trailers, guys, they can put uh, points on the board in a hurry. So now when you're looking at this in-game over or second half over, you're like, you're going to need UTSA, you know, to do the heavy lifting. Oh, because yeah. I don't think FIU, Mike McIntyre, first-year head coach down there in Miami, I don't think that – they're going to be able to do much themselves offensively. I almost feel like this is when you wish that in our jurisdiction of Nevada that we could bet on second half team totals. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I think you, I would almost want to just yeah. take and, and, FIU well, out of the and, equa- and, and look, the we'll look around for that. Even yeah. if even though if we don't have it out here, you might have it somewhere. Yeah. So we get to halftime, we'll uh, search around for that and see what we can find. Yeah, because because I think you might want to take FIU out of the equation and just bet on whatever team total UTSA is going to have because I think the points are coming from the Roadrunners. They had zero in the first quarter, now 17 points here in the second quarter. And there's still 241 left to go until halftime. So who knows what they're able to do between now and the break. Uh, Right now with the Dodgers and the Padres, Padres still lead it one nothing. Bottom second there, Gonson was able to retire one batter. So one out. Here, and I believe uh, we just had a base hit. Is that correct here, Wes? Yeah, we did. Uh, just uh, oh, right Grisham, down the yeah. line, Grisham hits oh. the first base bag. That is a fair ball. Goes into uh, right field, and uh, Grisham, uh, no throw. He was going to beat it out anyway. So do have a runner on here for the Padres. By the way, Gonsolin back out for the second inning. Yeah, minus 185, the Padres. The Dodgers plus 155. Total sitting at 7.5, and, and it's juiced towards the under at minus 145. So we have the baseball going on right now. Mm-hmm. We have the college football going on as well. I know the Zozo is happening. Yes. Uh, we're also underway in the second half between Navy and SMU. So we're going to have our eyes on that with our second half over. Wes is on over 27. I'm on over 27 and a half. Right now, this is the midshipmen's first drive here as they're going right to that uh, L triple option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just running the mm-hmm. ball. Hopefully they don't run the clock out too much out there in Dallas because we need some points quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like we mentioned, Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, joining us at the top of the next hour to talk some Pac-12 college football. But on the other side, we'll talk more baseball and college football here. Friday night lights, and then we'll also get some premier playoff baseball in the National League Division Series. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball. And hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Temperature Reynolds. Temperature going to cool off here in Las Vegas, too. We are going to really? see the 90s are a thing of the past. We Whoa. are going to get down to the 80s next week. That's sweater weather out here. That, that, that's that's, uh, that's North Face fleece time out here. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been nice knowing you, 90s. Yes. <laughs> it's been nice. Now, yeah. the 90s aren't too bad. No. It's, it's the, no. the 100s. Like, like, like our, my buddy Brady Cannon, colleague here at VSIN, always says 92 and gorgeous is perfect. 92 is like the perfect temperature out here. It, out here, it is. It's definitely it's because it, it's a dry heat. Ninety two feels mm-hmm. good. Uh, when, when you get to one fifteen, that's when it can be a, a little a little much. Yeah. But, but I'd rather one fifteen than twenty. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with that. But right now, uh, we have Juan Soto, Wes, 
at the plate here as the Dodgers trail the Padres 1-0. Bottom of the second, two outs. Soto with two on, runners on second and third, and he's going to pop that up. So a chance for the Padres yeah. to do a little damage. Yeah, and Andrew it's, uh, Heaney gets two outs here. Uh, Profar tried to bond, bond him over and uh, grounded out. It did advance Nola to second. Uh, actually, he kind of <laughs> looked like he hit. jammed. Uh, I don't think he tried to bunt. Maybe it just forced him to do so. Yeah, it looked like you, I think he might have been trying to, but it just that pitch came right up on him. But you mentioned Tony Gonsolin, and you were looking to fade him. Well, Dave mm-hmm. Roberts gave him a quick yeah. hook. So the prop over at DK of 11 and a half hours recorded, he recorded four and see you later. Mm-hmm. So that goes well under that one. And we talked about this in the first inning. You said that you wish that Gonsolin would get at least a few innings here. Yeah, I was hoping at least three innings yeah, for Gonsolin. Only one and a third for him. Yeah, so uh, you look, uh, Dave Roberts elected to go with the lefty Andrew Heaney. Gets two outs here. And uh, over to the football game, Navy was going to punt, but there was a defensive holding mm. call. And then uh, Navy just made a big play. Now they are down into SMU territory. So like to see that. All, always nice when, uh, you know, you have an over and the team that's a little bit slower on offense, if they could get the score here. Uh, it's a 48 and a half. I think it just flashed. It just got taken off here at DraftKings. But second and four, they are in the red zone at the SMU 15. We absolutely love to see that here. If, if the midshipmen can get themselves a touchdown, that would be ideal. Um, did we clean up what was going on? Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going to possibly get a TD. Yeah, a lot Let's of tie. Go. Touchdown on the keeper there. Let's go. So 13 apiece, like that. Uh, extra point going to be pending. That is exactly uh, what we wanted to see from Ty Lavatai. So 13 apiece, you know, Navy's been a little bit better than I thought that they were going to be this season mm-hmm. because, you know, they've been down from that standard, you know, when Coach Ken was getting them to 10 wins yeah. and whatnot, and, they, and they've been down, and I think because they haven't had that veteran uh, quarterback, uh, they hadn't had the Keenan Reynolds, they haven't had, uh, God, what was the other kid's name? Now it's just slipping my mind here. Yeah. But, uh, they've, had, they've had a couple of guys but, uh, that are really good. Uh, Malcolm Perry. Yep. Malcolm Perry, Tim Tim Murray would scold me for not knowing that the uh, former uh, Navy broadcaster extra point is good. Mm-hmm. 14 to 13 uh, midshipmen, so he might have a ball game down here in Dallas. Uh, on the uh, on the week, uh, by the way, I believe it was yesterday, the 247th birthday of the United States Navy. Oh, wow. Give him a a belated birthday present, maybe with a win down here in Dallas and get to 500 on the season. As as long as it's a high-scoring win, we're all good to go for here. Yes. (laughs) Then it'll be happy birthday. (laughs) Exactly. We'll bring out the confetti and and maybe some cake as well. The hats. It's really good. Uh, Right now, UTSA leads FIU 17-3 with 52 seconds to go into the second quarter. Uh, The total is sitting at 50.5. Roadrunners, 28-point favorites. But it almost feels like because you've been kind of eyeing this mm-hmm. second half over, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you if we end up playing it, we kind of don't want a touchdown here. Is that that's the kind of no no we we, we would settle for a three and by the way uh, uh, UTSA I thought they had a turnover there apparently but it was not it was ruled a forward pass because UTSA did recover so they're gonna have 51 seconds from their own 20 have two timeouts here so you know if they get three okay but yeah yeah I I think three would be okay but I still think if somehow they can just. For, for, Can I get anything? That for, would be much first better. First half total, by the way, was 30 and a half pretty much. Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. I was reading the Navy first half total. First half total mm-hmm. actually in this one was only, uh, is that right, 35? I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, 35, yep. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, there there it was. I was uh, getting yeah. confused on my screen here. Yeah, yeah 35. The UTSA was laying 21 mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. half. So 64 and a half for the full game total. So we'll keep an eyeball on it. Uh, initial so, lean to the over, but let's mm-hmm. see what the number's going to be. So we have a little bit of a first half spread drama potentially here. I mean, mm-hmm. at least if, if, if UTSA can – Get the touchdown and kick the extra point to push. Yes, for folks there who laid it, or even folks who take who took the twenty-one. So, but if you if you took the twenty-one, I feel like right now you're holding on to your seats a little bit with what UTSA has been able to do in this second quarter, moving the ball up and down the field. Yeah, now uh, now you can go ahead and release holding on to your seat because that is incomplete. Got to think UTSA is going to send the punt team out, and here they come. Yeah, so I think I think this works out for us. This is going to work out to where we're going to have an opportunity 
to uh, come in on the second half over, pending on what the number ends up being. Blake Snell walks Trace Thompson here. That's not necessarily the guy that you mm. want to walk in terms of you never want to lock the leadoff, man. But especially as you're in kind of the down part of the order with uh, Thompson and with Barnes, of course, Mookie Betts as the one hit. So he for sure is going to come into the plate at least with a runner on. And Blake Snell's prop for walks was sitting at one and a half. So he is uh, right on the edge of that prop right now. So one on for the Dodgers here, top of the third. Snell's been cruising so Mm -hmm. far through six. He has already struck out five batters in this game. And you can see what he's throwing, too. I think 38 total Mm -hmm. pitches, and he has thrown that four-seam fastball about two-thirds of the time, and it certainly had a lot of success. Uh, Mixes in the slider and the change a little Uh bit. Now Austin Barnes is going to be on, and I think we are going to have, and Thompson's going to stop at second. So first and second, first two men on here in the third. Mm -hmm. Really first time a sign of trouble, I think, for Blake Snell, and now Mookie Betts is coming up to the plate. And with Mookie Betts coming to the plate, the Dodgers now the favorites over at DraftKings. Minus 125, Padres minus 105. Total sitting at 7.5, juice towards the under. And the Dodgers got bet some more there at minus 130. But what do you think happens here on this Mookie Betts plate appearance? Right now, in yeah. play out is the favorite outcome, plus 115. Strikeout, plus 195. Single 7-1, to one, walk 9 to 1, double 15 to 1, home run 16 to 1. I think we get a ground ball here and he's going to beat it out so the Padres aren't going to be able to turn the double play. Yeah. I mean, he's fast as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. it, it's very nice when you have a player that fast that can beat out some uh some double plays there. So if it ends up being a single, that's 7 to 1. It would pay out there. He already has a single in this game, one for one uh with his first uh plate appearance, but this one being the second one and a chance to maybe put the Dodgers in a pretty good position here. If they can uh, get some some runners across the board here in this third inning, but uh, the Dodgers they just keep coming, man. Yeah, like, like they're just a team that there's no breaks, and we've and we've it almost sounds like a broken record talking about this, but it's true. Every single game, you feel like you have control when you're facing them, and then mm-hmm. it's Mookie Betts is coming up, and Freddie yeah. Freeman's coming up, and it's like all these guys you, that are just that's none that's of them why you I face. mean, look, uh, you, that's why you don't want to put Trace Thompson on base, the the leadoff man with a walk. You know that is exactly what you don't want to do. And meanwhile, uh, let's take a yeah, uh, quick trip to Dallas while we have a conference on the mound with let's Blake do Snail it, shall and we? Padres. As uh, I think Tanner Mordecai on the keeper went 60 yards and goes all the yeah. way to the house here. So now 19 to 14 uh, on the uh, on the zone read, and he had a lot of green grass on that left side. It just opened up for him. So touchdown SMU Mustangs. We'll see if they go for two here early that puts them up five 19 to 14 and they they, yeah they are going to go ahead and go for two here and uh uh i mean i guess you know you want to make it seven but it used to be hey you don't want to go to two for two too early here as mordecai did get hit yeah they were all over that play so only six points there for smu that makes it 19 to 14 Mm. nevertheless 13 points in the first uh, four minutes and 20 seconds. We'll take that every time. Mm. Hopefully that doesn't come into play, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what went into my mind when I saw them yeah. miss that two-point conversion. Like, I was man, like, it, hmm, I know there's, a this lot, is how it there's starts. an eternity of time, but it's like, is that going to matter? This is so, how uh, it starts. We'll get, we'll get you a, a price here momentarily, but uh, already two touchdowns here in the first uh, four and change minutes. So 19-14 uh, to 14 SMU, 10-40 left in the third quarter. Well, we're pacing well, at least. Yes. I mean, like, obviously, the, the the feeling in my stomach right now when I see them miss the two-point conversion is, oh, here we go. But mm-hmm. we're at least pacing well. Two touchdowns in the first five minutes, like you said. Like, that's that's really good for betting the over, needing yeah. essentially four touchdowns in this game. Yeah. You know, now four touchdowns and a two-point conversion at this point to go ahead and and go it, over it that. seems like it's opened it up a little bit, and the Dodgers yeah. trying to open up on Blake Snell. He is now three one behind Uh-oh. to Mookie Betts. So already has put the two guy first two guys on. Trace Thompson with walk, Austin Barnes with a base hit. So he would love a double play ball here, and so would I. Oh, Machado! Wow, gonna get a nice pick. Another <laughs> nice pick for Manny Machado. Man. He had a couple the other night. So uh, Mookie Betts gonna line out to third, one out. That, that could have cleared him if it went right down that left field line there. But it's getting good. Two on for the Dodgers here as they trail one nothing in game three of the NLDS. Hang with us. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, big sequence here in mm-hmm. the NLDS Game 3 Dodgers Padres. Trey Turner went down looking on what yeah, maybe he, was he, a little... Yeah, he, he would walk in the first base, he but was. Blake Snell got the call here. So uh, two strikes uh, now uh, behind 2-0 to Freddie Freeman, by the way. <laughs> the first two runners still on, but uh, Blake Snell has gotten Mookie Betts out. He's gotten uh, Trey Turner out, now trying to do the same to Freeman. Lefty-on-lefty matchup here, uh, 2-0 count. Freddie Freeman took a big Ooh. hack at that and uh, missed cut. it. So, uh, uh, By the way, uh, real quick, we do have a delay, apparently, at the Navy-SMU game. We don't have the audio. I have no idea what it was. If uh, Maybe the uh, SMU pony was conducting some business on the field and we had to clean <laughs> it up. or Please tell me you know, that's what happened. Something. I, I hope. I'm, I'm trying to follow along and see because, uh, by the way, these two teams do play for the Gans Trophy, named for Frank Gans, who played linebacker at the Naval Academy in the late 1950s was also later the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, was on the coaching staff for uh, both staff. So uh, they started to play for this trophy back in uh, 2009. And I'm really one of the only few guys now with college football, so much has changed. I still get geek for like the little trophy mm-hmm. and the little rivalry games, the old oak and bucket and the old brass yeah. spittoon and <clears throat> the, the Paul Bunyan's axe. So I love all that stuff. 
You didn't even mention the Apple Cup. The Apple Cup, uh, the big <laughs> game, uh, uh, what used to be called the, uh, I don't know what it's called now in the state of Oregon. It used to be called, yeah, the, I think it's unnamed. formerly known as the Civil War. Yeah, I think it's unnamed. I think they call it the Oregon-Oregon State Rivalry yes. or something like that. I'm yes. not sure what it was. But uh, Freddie Freeman ends up uh, getting walked, so the base is now yeah, juiced for the men in blue. Sacks packed and uh, Will Smith uh, coming aboard here. So uh, yeah, it's been a little bit, a little bit of a tough inning for Blake Snell. Uh, we were seeing if he was going to cruise through at least two times through the order, but uh, see if he can go ahead and get out of this jam. Uh, some uh, some nervous Padre fans though, as uh, oh, yeah. we do have the sacks packed now. As uh, uh, yeah, we'll figure out what this delay is though. Down in somebody SMU. tweeted what you uh, had suspected. You know, and, and, so, I, and uh, I know exactly who it was. My buddy Scott Strassmeyer, who used to, who did some uh, uh, so SID I'm see, yeah, work. I'm seeing a, a sub a different person. Somebody, some random person on Twitter. Not not your buddy Scott. Yeah. But somebody said, "Is the SMU Navy game really delayed because the horse took a?" On yeah, the field. and, and appar <laughs> apparently uh, the pooper spoopers have uh, come out, and now uh, we do have a kickoff. We are underway in play back there 10 35 left to go smu 19 to 14 and also uh, uh down in miami uh, utsa and fiu seeing 13 mainly in the mm -hmm. market so that's minus 27 for utsa and also seeing a total of about 27 27 and a half i'm gonna uh you know take a look at that i don't have anything that really jumps out at me right away i was gonna say well when looking at the uh the box score, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out after we yes. see this Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Blake Snell definitely in a jam here, but gets out ahead of it. 98 on that four-seamer. Will Smith couldn't catch up to it. Yeah, this is a big, high-leverage situation. Yes. Probably the first one of this game. I, I mean, there's plenty of baseball left mm -hmm. to be played here, but, man, if Snell can get out of this jam, that's a, that's a confidence Exact booster. result for, Sn or for Will Smith uh, at the at-bat is minus 115 on the strikeout, 195 in play out, 850 for a base hit, 22 to 1 on a double. 14 to 1 on a walk or HBP and uh, 25 to 1 on the home run. Now that disappears as Blake Snell one strike away from getting out of this inning. I was going to say, I think he gets a base hit. I, th I think, Wilson, and, and I don't, I don't want to go up against your bet here, mm -hmm. but I just think that the pot. No, we keep it real with each it, other. It, it's, it, it's the Dodgers, it's so tough. And it's every at bat is like a just stressful. With what these guys do here is he uh, fouls it Big off there to stay alive. Foul back behind the plate. So uh, look at and and Blake Snell, no mystery here. He's going with that four seamer. Mm -hmm. He's just throwing heat. He's not trying to trick uh, Will Smith with any kind of off speed stuff, at least of yet. What was the number uh, in the live market the, over at DK uh, for uh, the side? The or? side, yeah. So I'm seeing uh, Dodgers plus one thirty, Padres, Padres minus, minus one sixty. I'm I'm almost I'm trying to imagine what this is going to go to if this ends up being an out or maybe the, the feed could also be ahead of us maybe mm -hmm. before we recorded the out here but it, as, with a high leverage spot like this if the Dodgers were able to get the base hit they're clearly going to go over to being the favorites yes but right now the count being one two you can still get them at plus one thirty around that range man mm -hmm. yeah this is if Snell gets out of this jam tension convention it's, here it's, it's a Petco good sign. Park. It'd be a good sign going forward if he can get out of this one because this is early on Dodgers trying to bounce back after the dropping game two. This would be that kind of that instant early momentum that they need to get right back on the right track as uh, I think he's going to pop that up. up. There you go. So Will Smith is going to pop up to end the inning. Mm -hmm. So we had there was a two on with no outs that yes. ended up getting uh, the bases juiced with yeah and with and that's got to pump out. your team yes. up now it's like okay get him get him a couple runs here minus one ninety on the Padres mm -hmm. plus one fifty five on the Dodgers as I believe uh, we'll see if Navy converted this they went for a fourth and one I believe on their uh, own twenty five I hope they didn't <laughs> give give SMU a short field yeah and and we'll we'll see if uh, they gave them the first down uh, I'm, I think they're still measuring and. Uh, yeah, it looks like it looks ah, like they did give it to him. But it. Yeah, they gave it to him. Uh, is uh, Rhett Lashley? He is arguing. So uh, look, and I mean, can he challenge the spot here? Well, it's under review. Okay, but the thing is that with these reviews, I, how, first of all, whoa. Yeah, that's a. I, think I mean, because his short. forward progress is stopped. He's clear, but then it's like he keeps inching and, forward. And, and, and at what and, point is the whistle yeah, blown? Yeah, is the play dead? is the play dead? And we don't have the audio, unfortunately. So you know, and look, those uh. Those lines, you know, usually, uh, you know, aren't necessarily exact. Yes. They're pretty close. The unofficial. But. but, yeah, it's so tricky because I feel like more and more of these officials are letting this kind of rugby style go where you can just push piles and all that, which I think kind of is unsafe. 
<laughs> having yeah. guys slamming into a pile when some of those guys are compromised and have no control of where they're going to go. But if they were letting the play go, maybe it's closer than what we think. Because initially, I thought his forward progress was stopped to where that this should be SMU football. And looking at the live markets right now, SMU's minus 355 on the money line. Navy's plus 275. But that's more so attached to what we saw early on in this game here mm-hmm. with the SMU being the favorite. I don't think that's really telling us what's going to happen with this they, call. They, they, how, how did they give them that spot, though, I is no what clue. I want to know. I have no clue. Because like he stopped right there, but then you see how they keep inching forward. Yeah. And then he keeps inching more and more forward. Yeah. Some, But uh, even with all that, like eventually the play's got to be dead. You, you would think so, but uh referee going to uh, go ahead yeah. and take a look. That sure, is... That'll be a long look. Well, while they're doing that, Wes, let's take a look at this second-half market that's starting to mature between UTSA and Florida International here. Um, the consensus number, UTSA laying 12.5, 27 is the total. I know you talked mm. about potentially going in on a second-half over. Is that number a little higher than you were anticipating? Yeah, I think it's about right, actually. So mm. uh, as of now, nothing really for me. Seeing a lot of 12 and a halves and some 13s. We'll see. You know, FIU we know is bad, but are they going to keep fighting at least and giving a little bit of an effort? UTSA, this kind of seems like a little bit, and that's why, you know, I kind of maybe regret. We'll see how it turns out in the second half, but maybe regretting not looking at FIU. But some teams are just so bad, they're tough to bet. But this was a sleepy game for UTSA, having to survive and beat Western Kentucky. He's kind of become a little bit of a rival for supremacy there in Conference USA. So, you know, sometimes you get one of these mail-in efforts on the road mm-hmm. against a team that you know that you're better in, and it's kind of like, okay, let's just be, you know, we can have our quote-unquote C game and go ahead and get through this pretty easily. So nothing for me on the second half at FIU. I think just the psychology of betting – and would lead you to the answer that you came up with here about like, hey, like these are sleepy games. And I think it's important to because I know a lot of betters are numbers based and algorithm based and like people have their models and all sorts of different uh, bells and whistles to come up with which side they like on a game. But when you see a team having to lay 30 something points, mm-hmm. when you know that they're probably not even caring about this game yeah like, that's a big number to have to lay i no. think as betters it's good to remind yourself that hey these are humans as well yeah that they're not going to always play to the efficient numbers that you might rate them at yeah exactly and and look i'm not saying never lay a big number mm-hmm. you know but but in this situation i didn't think it was the appropriate call that wasn't the appropriate call either is to give them that first down they cannot oh, overturn the horrible spot on the field and uh, we are by the way now in the bottom of the third in san diego dodgers 0 of 15 with runners in scoring position since gavin lux mm-hmm. had that rbi double in the third inning of game one. Oh, maybe some positive regression or maybe this continues we'll find out as the night rolls on, Dodgers, Padres, bottom of the third out there at Petco Park. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.